The Drop Back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson. Hello and welcome back to the Dropback Podcast. I'm Sam Lewis and joined today by Joe Costanzo and Matt Burns Peak. How are you doing, boys? Pretty good. Pretty darn good. We're all together for the first time in, in a while. Same room. I think it might be the first time we've done a, an episode of the Dropback Podcast in the same room. No, no. we did the. F- yeah, we did the first ever Dropback draft. Podcast. Draft special. Oh, you're right. The draft was also live. I was talking about the f- episode one. Although Stan pitched in during the draft. He did also sure. pitch in. And unfortunately, job. We, in the early podcast this week, we talked about the fired coaches that were let go on the Monday after the last game. And then subsequently, there have been two more firings in Joe Judge, who you two both talked about should have been fired. We called Joe Judge. We did call Joe Judge. And then Dave Cully, who four wins, but I'm not entirely sure what the hell he was supposed to do. Not really, not really sure he did anything wrong. To be honest, it was a bit of a weird one. Like I don't know what they were expecting him yeah. to have done before. Like me and Slew were talking about this earlier in the week. That seemed like quite a, quite a good season for the Texans. Yeah, all, all things considered, you didn't have Deshaun Watson. You had Davis Mills throughout the whole year mm. who actually amazingly did pretty good looked like a legit quarterback near the end of the season but you that talent on that roster i don't think you can be expecting anything more from david kelly to be honest no unless unless he's literally just a full guy that they bring in for that one year that they or nick casario sees that his mate brian flores is let go in from miami is like right let's bring him in now. yeah potentially mm, i mean would Texans that, do like New England coaches as well. They do like New England coaches. I just don't, I don't know if that'd be the best role. If I'm Brian Flores, I'd much rather take the Jags role or something like that. I think there are better job opportunities for someone like Brian Flores than then the Texans. Like that's not a roster where I don't even think in two seasons' time the Texans roster is going to be in a position to be a legitimate team anymore. No, it doesn't. That shows even more so why it's ridiculous. Dave Cully had to lose his job. I don't think they were doing anything particularly well. But the fact is, they managed to eke four wins out of that team is my thing. It's, I mean, to be honest, we all laughed at that hire when he first came through. And it just shows you can never tell what's actually going to necessarily make a good head coach. Because it was the same for Nick Sirianni after that opening press conference. And now he's taken us to the playoffs. Which I think we, unless you've got anything else to talk about in regards to head coach firing. Should we get straight into the playoff matchups? Yeah, I do not really care about the head coach situation now. It's on to the future, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. All right, so the first game, well, tonight, by the time this podcast comes out, is the Raiders heading to Cincinnati to face the high-flying Bengals. Um, Raiders eking into the playoffs in the last last moments of extra time. <laughs> like, that's quite good. Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, and with how good, um, what's his name's been? Oh, God, the... Joe Burrow? No, the other receiver. Tyler Boyd, Jamar no. Chase. T. Higgins. T. Higgins, T. Higgins has also there. looked oh, fucking well beaten near the end of this no. season. T. Higgins um, is force. So I just don't see the Raiders winning, to be honest. The talent of the skill position players for the Bengals is just too much. Mm. I, I, Raiders d- yeah. I don't really think the, the Raiders haven't been particularly convincing i think the, the back stretch of this season as well like they're not I don't, I don't feel like they're coming into playoffs in a good vein of form 
um, and the Bengals have been pretty impressive recently. Yeah, I don't think they've got the secondary to deal with this. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Like, the Bengals have been really good at this year with the addition of Jamar Chase, like attacking teams on the outside. Like mm. they're still going it just in runs em- past people. It's well annoying. <laughs> they're still going in empty a lot, and Joe Burrow's taking that step forward next year. He's one of the, like the best young quarterbacks in the league right now. He's be- he's been phenomenal. Yeah, he got picked number one for a reason. It's nice to see. Because he's good. Yeah. yeah, he's showing it. He's showing it. I mean, to be fair to the Raiders, I think considering everything that they've had to sort of deal with this season, um, they've done well to sneak themselves into the playoffs. Um, I just don't think there's too many holes. I think on that roster in general. Um, I think Derek Carr's done a decent job this season. To be fair to him, to to give him his due, but I just think it's not. As you said, the skill position players on the Bengals compared with the Raiders, you can see the sort of gap in quality there, I think. Yeah, and the, but the Bengals do a good job on defense. They don't have a whole load of superstars, but they've been pretty consistent. There's been a couple of games where, they, where they've been exposed a little bit, but for the most part, and especially that second half against the Chiefs in week... Was that week 17? It wasn't, it wasn't week 18, was it? It was week 17 when they played the Chiefs, where they looked really good. Um, the issue would be is that Bengals O-line is still bad. And you've got Yannick yeah. Ngakwe and Max Crosby, who have both been exceptionally good this season. So if they can get after Joe, Joe Burrow, maybe get up a little bit early, they can make a fight out of this. But I, w- I would be surprised if the Raiders came away with a win. Yeah, I agree, pretty much. I also think it's a different defense to compared to the Chargers. The Bengals' defense has looked pretty solid throughout the year yeah surprisingly so i don't i think we've we've said a number of times this season about how we we thought the bengals defense was kind of lacking in star power but they've as as a group they've been really good this season yeah they have and much stouter against the run than the charges were that's been a big issue for them that the raiders exploited all right so i think we're all going all going raiders all going bengals no, even not the opposite example <laughs> okay so the next matchup is Sunday, Saturday night, sorry, apologies. The Patriots didn't manage to claim the division. It looked like they would at one point, but Buffalo put them down swiftly towards the end of the season. So they're heading to Buffalo to face the Bills. And um, I I personally, unless we get another mental weather game, can't look past Buffalo in this one. Yeah, I think this has got to be Buffalo, to be honest. Joe, you don't look convinced. New England. I trust Bill Belichick in the playoffs against the Bills. I don't know why. That that's fair. I mean, it is hard to argue against a guy that's been there and done that hell many times. Matt, and Matt Jones has looked pretty good. I was actually going to say Matt Jones' second half of the season has been somewhat less than somewhat less than convincing. Yeah, yeah, but I still trust him not to fuck up so much. I don't. Yeah, he doesn't strike me as a guy that's going to fuck up. But he's yeah. The, it was just interesting the other the second time these two played each other that the Bills linebackers were basically just crowding around the line of scrimmage. It's like, well, we don't care if... Because we want you to have to throw the ball with Matt because they've got such a dangerous running game. So I think the key for the Patriots is going to be like getting those toss plays to the outside yeah. where you get one-on-ones because the Bills are going to try and take away all the power and inside dive stuff they do up the middle because that's what they do best. Well, it's, a be- it's a Belichick trick, isn't it? That's what, he does, that's what his trick is. Make the, the offense play left-handed make them not beat you in the way that they want to beat you yeah i think that's true i think as well like everything about the way these two these teams match up player for player i'd say the bills have got a better roster they've they've got more dynamic playmakers on both sides of the ball 
Um, well, I mean, definitely, definitely in the offense, defensively, defense there's question. a there's a toss up there. Um, but it's almost like for that reason, I can sort of see why Joe's leaning more towards the Patriots because it's like when everything is stacked against Bill Belichick, he will just grind out a fucking yeah. 10-3 win or something horrible like Especially that. Especially defense, Bill Belichick defense is in the playoffs. Mm. I just think, yeah, I trust. I trust it to be like a low-scoring game, to be honest, somehow. And Josh Allen to lay a bit of an egg, maybe. Isaiah Wynn was announced like a couple of hours ago that he is out for this game. Patriots starting left tackle, so... I mean, they've got a good O-line, so hopefully it wouldn't be too much of an issue, but you don't want your blind side out against what has been actually another pretty good defense this season. Mm. Yeah, it, it just depends. If, they can get the, if the Patriots need to be able to get the running game going, and if they can't get that running game going, it's, it's going to be a struggle for them. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's surprising that they've managed to be so good on the ground considering that they, you know, they lack a big name or big-time rusher on that roster. They managed to get out really good performances from like Damien Harris and stuff like that. So if they can get him going, then they could control the clock and, and, and win it that way. Are we hearing Ramondre Stevenson disrespect out of Matt Burns' yeah. peak? Huge amounts of Ramondre Stevenson disrespect. It is weird, though. The, it's always been this way with Patriots running backs. You never know. Like Someone could just go off for 150 yards. Yeah. So, Joe, bless you. Joe is going with the Patriots and going with the Bills. Matt, I don't think would ever pick the Patriots in a game that matters, so he's going to go with the Bills. But you go with the Bills without the bias? Mm. Yeah, without the bias. And also with the, also with the bias as well. Absolutely with the bias. All right, fair enough. First split. And I can't actually remember, probably should have checked this before we started, if there's four games on Sunday or if there's three on Sunday and one on Monday night. But in terms of preview, it doesn't really matter. Get, okay. your, get your game time from other places. <laughs> yeah. All right. So We're, the, not the news. We're not the news. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, the, early Eagle, the early Sunday game is the Eagles heading to Tampa Bay to face the Buccaneers, who don't have any wide receivers left outside of Mike Evans. But unfortunately, the Eagles can't do anything against tight ends and the Bucks because they've got no linebackers, and the Bucks have a lovely array of tight ends available. They do indeed. And I mean, if, if worse comes to it, there's always that Antonio Brown guy who's sort of knocking around on... Sign him off the street. What's he up to? Yeah, not not no. much. In various stages of undress, but he could maybe be up for a playoff game. Oh, did you see He's that he said it shirt. maybe was unprofessional? My bad, maybe. guys. I I snapped. Maybe that. I'm not. I'm not sure. I need to think about it a little bit longer. He call up his not friend Tom Brady. <laughs> I reckon. Um, Buccaneers are going to win, aren't they? Let's be honest. I hate to say it's slow, but um, yeah, I'm struggling to see. I mean, I say that. I say I'm struggling to see a way for the Eagles to win, but also you've got to remember the Bucks have had a few iffy performances this this year. I mean, they got they got run super close by the Jets, um, which was very strange. So then they're not they're not this insurmountable team anymore. I don't think you can get to them. Yeah, I think there's a path to success. I mean, since Levante David's come out with injuries, missed the back end of the season, they haven't looked anywhere near as dominant against the run. So if the Eagles can keep this close and keep pounding the clock, there's a chance there. But if the Bucks get up early, this e- I, however well Jalen Hurts has played this year, they're still not a team that can claw back. I don't trust Jalen Hurts in a playoff game. I'm sorry, that's it. Buccaneers win. Cheers. That's Tom Brady that. surprisingly beats Jalen Hurts. Tom Brady wins lol is, is Joe's takeaway. Yes. Which, is, which, to be honest, is apt analysis generally. It, it's sad that there's statistical evidence to back that, that up, to be honest. 
that Jalen Hurts is a less successful Oh, no, I think no, 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 wins, lol, is your big takeaway, and it's actually completely factually true. It's 100% true. I know. That's why it's a sad reality that we live in. I just look at Tom Brady's playoff history. Is it, how many times did he lose to a quarterback akin to Jalen Hurts? Yes, he lost to Nick Foles in the That's Super all Bowl, he loses. That doesn't matter. He also lost to Eli Manning twice in Super That's all he does. He loses to subpar, subpar quarterbacks. Eli Manning is a Hall of Famer in some people's eyes. Jalen Hurts just getting started, mate. Well, Eli Manning probably is a Hall of Famer in terms of what he's done in his career, but if you're going to say that he's one of the top quarterbacks to ever play the game and doesn't have Eli moments, then you're just kidding yourself, mate. It would be a ruse to say yeah. that. Not only that, you're, li- you're lying to the listeners. How many Super Bowl MVPs do you have, Stu? How many Super Bowl losses do I have? Mm. Same as Eli Manning, zero. Exactly, so I'm a Hall of Famer. All right. <laughs> Weird man. Next, next game, the 49ers are heading to Dallas to face the Cowboys. Tough one to call, I think, this one. Nah, I don't think there's much point playing this. I think the Cowboys are going to win quite comfortably. Really? Yeah. Yeah. 49ers, not, not very good football team. I think the 49ers will give them a run for their money, but the Cowboys overall will win this one. A nice classic 80s rivalry, the Cowboys versus the 49ers, back yeah. in full swing nice, of it. Nice little You've been on YouTube this week, Joe? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just don't I don't have any faith in this 49ers offense, really. Outside of Debo Samuel, who I think has been fantastic, and I think that obviously Debo Samuel's been you've got Kyle Shanahan, you always, you've always got a, a chance when you've got that good an offensive mind. But honestly, I think the limitations that you have with a Jimmy Garoppolo if you if you look at it as a quarterback, it doesn't matter when Debo Samuel's giving you like sixty yards a game rushing somehow. Mm. Brandon Ayuk's been good as well recently yeah. since he got out of the doghouse, which is I think he's probably the first ever Kyle Shanahan player to ever escape the doghouse. It, it seems like a game that the cat it's up for the Cowboys to lose it, and I could foresee a, a world where they do lose it and fuck things up in the playoffs. I can mm. foresee that happening for sure. Yeah, I wouldn't. And it's weird because the Cowboys have seemed to got really cautious on offense recently. It's like I don't know if this is wh- why, but they've they've gone away from like all oh, air it out, we'll get d- big yards, we'll get big chunk plays to like a lot of quick game, and teams are sort of just like squashing down on that slowly. And it just seems like when yeah, you've got you that much talent, like a Steelers offense type bullshit, and it makes no sense because they've got so much talent on offense, and it's not like the offensive mm. line is isn't able to hold up. So it's just it's. It's just a weird just a trend weird that they've experiment. been taking. Yeah, I mean, but the, the other side of it. So if if you, if you, there's an argument to say that the offenses aren't they're they're not miles apart in terms of you know production. But what I would say is 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 a big factor is the difference in those two defenses is massive because I think Dallas have been outrageously good on defense, sort of That's out of enough. nowhere this season, um, and the 49ers have have sort of stayed as quite a middling unit in that respect. Yeah, which is huge props to D'Amico Ryan's because especially when you look at that secondary, like who who is the best player there? What, Jaquesi Tart? Is he the best player on that secondary? Maybe. It's, it's not exactly world beaters out there. So to be a hey, what, middling don't defense. don't disrespect the Tart man. Is, it, is that his nickname or has Joe just <laughs> got an idea in his head there? I don't think I don't think he'd want that to be his nickname. Bakewell Tart. I can actually see the 49ers winning this one. I... I could foresee it, but I think the Cowboys. The Cowboys should win it. Yeah, 
It's up for them to lose it. Yeah, I would I would agree. If they come out and play uber cautious on offense and like don't attack them the way that they can attack teams, I think they give the 49ers. Then they're stupid. Because it also allows the 49ers their full playbook and continue running the ball. Like just air it out, score some points. Like you can score points in this game. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're I think you're definitely right. If if the if the Cowboys let the 49ers be in control of that clock and dictate if they let them smother possession. them then exactly. Then they, then I don't think they that that's the way that the 49ers will win this game, but it's it is very much up to Dallas. If they play to their to their strengths and they sort of are brave with the decisions they make on offense, then I think that they're ultimately the 49ers defense isn't good enough to hang around with that. Beautiful. Beautiful. Who's up next, Lou? Um, oh, it's a, it's a tricky one. It's the Steelers heading to Kansas City to, fa- to face the Chiefs, who now look like this is the most arguably the best game. team in the AFC again now. It's pointless, so pointless. Does anyone think the Steelers are going to win this? I'm probably... There must be someone. I think Big Ben's mum. Dan Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> a little inside joke for you. Lucky good. Who's Dan Holmes, Joe? I mean, he's a massive Steelers man. nerd. Massive Steelers nerd. <laughs> he did, why is he... <laughs> All right. I mean, I don't think there's any need for Dan to get side swipes like that. But, but yeah, yeah. I mean, Dan Holmes probably does believe in the, in the Steelers today. But you... Do you know what was hilarious? Watching the Steelers get into their playoff spot is watching a game that fully the whole media coverage focused around Big Ben's story of his potentially his last game. And it was just constantly just Big Ben throwing it into the dirt throughout the entire fucking With game. With his absolute noodle arm. It's ridiculous how much he's fallen over in the last, what, it's like two, so three years? boring I, I, to watch. Yeah, I meant fallen off, but he has actually fallen over quite a lot of times as well. He does love tumbling forwards. Generally, yeah. Yeah, he's gone from being like hard to be, bring down to just like a big heavy dude who can't <laughs> It just really goes down slowly. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, oh, excuse me. You go, you go near him and he starts tumbling. Yeah. All right, so, I mean, Kansas Chiefs, City Chiefs, destroyed the let's just, let's just see. Steelers. I mean, it's, the Steelers still have a good defense. It'll be a good good barometer yeah. of what what the Chiefs' offense is like now, but it's, it shouldn't be a challenge for Kansas at all overall in the game. Do we know if TJ Watt's definitely active or does he, is he still suffering from those smash testicles from uh, Hundley in the, in the Ravens game? Yeah, he's out for four to six weeks. Bruce testicles. Bruce testes. Twisted testes. Oh, that was <laughs> unnecessary. Yeah, that that would be a long injury. Unfortunately, football games require both teams to score, so I'm going to choose the Kansas City the Chiefs. Is, though, like with how many ridiculously stupid no. results have been have happened no. this season, it would go against all well, logic Big if the Steelers ben won. Is gonna... No, it's. Do you know, do you know what I mean, Let's though? Move on. Next. All right. I mean, I'm, all I'm saying is the Jets beat the Titans, who are the number one seed in the AFC. So it's, it's yeah, been a the weird Jags year. Beat the Colts. And that was also, or first of all, don't you dare disrespect the Jags' home field advantage specifically against the Indianapolis Colts. We've been over this, Joe. They earn more than that. And wasn't yeah. the Titans-Jets game with one of those games where they didn't have AJ Brown and Julio Jones? And if you look at that, they do absolutely nothing on offense when they don't have those two. And when they do, they actually look like a football team. Yeah, I mean, still. more AJ Brown than Julio Jones, to be honest. He got his touchdown last week, rig season. Yeah, but I think having both though is. I'm not saying Julio Jones is is on the same level as AJ Brown now, but what? But having them both does both definitely boost their offense. All right, Joe, you want to move off this game? 
Yeah. You sure you don't want you not got any more Big Ben not takeaways? I'm gonna pivot to the fucking no, Bumblebee man. No, Najee Harris 150 yard, 50 yard receiving game. I, I no. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's just be sensible, please. <laughs> All right. So the final game of the season is the Arizona Cardinals. Of the season. It's a fucking Super Bowl. The final game of one tent. of these teams, the NFC West team season, is the Arizona Cardinals against against the LA Rams. Um, both of which, if you'd asked someone, who won the division? Cardinals. I think the Cardinals had. No, you're right. The Rams. The Rams did win it because yeah, Cardinals. Still win, yeah. I mean, both of these teams actually fell off towards the end of the season. Yeah, they did. The Cardinals have still not really. Re- found a way to replace DeAndre Hopkins. Do you, know, do you know what's fucked me off about the Cardinals is that they look really good. At the start of the season, their defense looked fucking phenomenal. Mm. And now they've fallen off the face of the earth. The issue is they're so aggressive. It's like if you had the entire, in the run game especially, it's like the entirety of your running defense was Trayvon Diggs. <laughs> yeah, that's actually quite good. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I and mean, they just shoot the gaps, and if you don't, if they don't hit straight away, that's a thirty-yard gain. It seems. Yeah, pretty much. It's a team of Andre Siscos, mate. Andre no one gets Cisco. that unless they listen to your very specific he safety is, episode. He is a heat-seeking missile and a danger to himself and others. Team of Patrick Queens, perhaps. Yeah, nice. I mean, they're still decent on the back end, but yeah, if if the Rams and Cam Akers returning, I can't believe. I don't understand how physically that's... he's. Pl- yeah, that's ridiculous. Also, isn't it? didn't Thingy looked really good for the Rams? The running back they Sony Michelle. Yeah, Sony Michelle's looked really good. Yeah, yeah, so he has done. Between him, um, Thingy coming back, Cam Akers, Cam Akers, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I trust Matt Stafford to kind of win this game. Until he just throws mental interceptions at times, but yeah, he should. He should. They should. You're right. I think the Rams should win this game it's, it's just they haven't the Cardinals haven't found a way to replace DeAndre Hopkins either with a player stepping up nope. or or some of the players stepping up like Zach Ertz was a bigger, for Zach Ertz he's been decent but the issue is they always play it's not the same no it's no it's not even the same but I mean I think Zach Ertz has been better than anticipated but it still doesn't do anything to cover the loss of DeAndre Hopkins no Especially when they like, they always like line their receivers up in very specific positions. Like DeAndre Hopkins is always on the left, yeah. So it means they've just basically lost half the side of the field because they don't have anyone else playing that position because that's the D hop role. Yeah, I mean it is super interesting. Well, and you've seen it since Hopkins went down. All the sort of talk around Kyler Murray and you know could he have an MVP caliber year and how important he is to that team when actually the biggest miss for them massively when when they haven't had uh, Murray is the fact that. Yeah, when they don't have D Hop, it's a completely different offense. Um, he brings so much, like you unbelievable. Have to give so much attention to D Hop, and any play that opens up so many other things. Yeah, because it's weird because Cliff Kingsbury comes in as this air raid guy, and the most impressive part of his offense is how sort of diverse the running game is, and the the passing game is very much will run some very basic concepts. If we don't get anyone open, at least we'll have yeah. D Hop one on one. And there aren't guys other than D-Hop that can consistently win those one-on-one balls, which sucks. Speaking about the running game, James Connors looked really good this year, especially mm. when they get to the red zone, so potentially that's one to look out for. Yeah, I swear he was the slowest man on earth before he mm. came to Arizona. He looks, yeah. I dare I say, it's shifty. I know. It's, he's, yeah. he's got a bucket of touchdowns out of fucking nowhere as well. He scored the most touchdowns um, behind Jonathan Taylor. It's mental. Just... Is that running backs or total? Running backs. 
what a renaissance. It was like 26, was he? Yeah, and I mean, I thought he was going to be a bit wank when they got him. If I'm honest, I was not. I didn't. Mm. I, when when he went to the cards, I was like, that's a bit of a nothing move, to be honest. But now I look like a dickhead. Well, that's not new. Well, that's pretty normal. (laughs) (laughs) You know we love you, Matt. But, I mean, it's interesting. Are you guys high on the Rams then, or is it just you're not... No, they're not going to win. But you just don't think the Cardinals have it at the moment? I don't think either of these teams are going to get through the next stage. Depends on matchups. I I probably have the Rams today. Um, On Sunday, though, yeah? Yeah. I'd lean Rams as well. Sorry, Stan. But your team or Monday, team depending on how well we've. Yeah, so maybe schedule. Tuesday, based on the UK, if it's on Monday night. But I have the Rams winning that last game of the season. I think, though, that is unless anyone's got a massive bold prediction, something's going to happen. Uh, I'm looking at Joe because I feel this is Joe territory now. Yeah, John Gruden's ghost. Is oh right. To, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. On that, no, Bring the no, Raiders that's, that's victory. The end. No, no, no. That is. I can't, unfortunately, we're not on Zoom, so I can't just mute him. But that is the end of today's show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you Open so much back. for listening. Make sure you check out our socials at the Dropback on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, thedropback.com. We've got articles. I think there's a couple of divisional preview, divi- um, wildcard round previews out now. Thank you guys for listening. I've been Sam. I've been Matt. And I've been Joe. And until next time. The Drop Back with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson. Peace.